Yes, I feel bad for you. Now, do I feel bad for myself? No. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Tomorrow, NFC Championship game, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. I'm looking forward to that. Life is good. Just got a haircut again. Weekly haircuts. I'm feeling good. Also, just bought a jar of CMOS. Okay? <laughs> a jar of CMOS. That's, that's what I'm playing with. Okay? My life is good. Not deeply affected by what this hockey team is doing. And I know that's, that's not good for this, right? This connection. We got to be relatable to the listener. But, hey, honest person... Honest podcast, okay? I just got some CMOS. My Packers are playing tomorrow. I could not really be affected by these shenanigans. Yes, shenanigans that this team is pulling. They have been horrible, horrible through seven games. There's there's not much to say. This team does not show up for long periods of time. And you, yes, you, the listener, the city, the people, y'all affected, y'all mad, y'all upset. This is your team. This is the all-Canadian division. And this is gross. This is nasty. This is embarrassing. It's a damn shame. Now, is it going to change? It's only seven games. Sure. Uh, that's why I got the music playing in the background. Okay, bump it. <sighs> Sorry, just I just I just did that to your ear. Okay, I'm just I just want you to to breathe in and breathe out. Okay. Okay. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. And let's do this. Well, let's have some fun. You're listening, yes, listening to Sippin' on a 40. Man, we're gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Well, Bondi, I think we haven't mentioned this enough, and again, it's seven games. But again, they're there's seven pretty bad games. They really are. Yes. They haven't been able to yes. put sixty minutes together. And you brought up you brought up the the Vertanians and the Sutters, and maybe there was a way to get rid of those two in order to keep to Foley. How about not sign Braden Holpe? Yeah. Honestly speaking. Cause this team they need offense. Yeah, they need a save. Don't get me wrong, they need a save. <laughs> but man oh man, they they can't muster up much. And it goes back to what we talked about with the, like Ian Clark, you know? I know it's so crazy. This is mm-hmm. such a Vancouver thing to talk about. And with limited practice time, real talk, these guys playing games every two days, there's not a lot of time to work with your goaltender. And that's what they fucking need, man. They need Ian Clark to work with either Demko or Hope because now, again, it's seven games in. There's 49 left. We're almost close to that 10-game mark with Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, it just really, really sets his own tone for how he's going to perceive the rest of the season. They need that that alone time. You know, Kelly Rudy, he got in a lot of shit today, right, for telling Horvat to take out Pedersen on a nice road yeah. trip, go get some dinner in Squamish, blah, 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 right? Yo, Ian Clark, he needs to go on a road trip with these two tomorrow. They need to, <laughs> they need to go to the woods, just be quiet, honestly, and just <laughs> talk about goaltending or something. He, he needs to be the whisperer because, again, this roster most likely is going to be the same. I don't think there's going to be a lot of trading within the division. If you're going to trade for someone in America, in America, you got to wait 14 days to use that guy. Yo, this team is going to play this bad defensively, in my opinion, the rest of the way. Because, again, we've seen this happen with Green's teams. Like, they don't, they just don't play well defensively. And 
they got away with it because they had Markstrom. Yeah, and, and and two things on that. First, Ian Clark's not a miracle worker, so I don't think it, it was realistic in any scenario to expect Brain Holpy to come in. And maybe eventually Ian Clark works with them enough and they figure it out, but you're right. First of all, there's not much practice time, so they're not going to be able to get the on-ice training if they would in a regular season. And two, think about how long it took Jacob Markstrom since he came over here to become the bona fide number one starter for, for the Vancouver Canucks. It took what, four or five seasons for him yeah, to yeah, show yeah. what Jake, the Jacob Markstrom that we know this Canucks team desperately needs. Like it was never realistic to say Ian Clark's going to come in and with, with a snap of fingers, Jake brain is going to be the Vesna winner again. Like it's just, it was just never realistic. Right. Did those three games against Vegas set this team on the wrong course? And yo, if we look at the last 10 games, the Vancouver Canucks have played, I know it's so crazy to do this, but Hey, it's Saturday night, okay? I, I just took some new pep again, right? I'm just, I'm, my, my mind's racing right now. If you really look at the last 10 games this roster has played, and you can bring out the whole series against the Vegas uh, Golden Knights. They're just, they're just not there. They're just not there. And uh, I, again, that's not the largest sample size, but this is kind of getting discouraging, man. It's, it's gross. It's gross. It's not what yeah. my fucking city deserves. And is it going to get fixed? And if it is, how can we say it's going to get fixed when the next three games are against Ottawa, you know, even if they go two for three in that uh, on that little uh, stand with Ottawa, right? If they go three for three, I, I don't know if that's saying much because the rest of the teams. And again, if you add Montreal in the mix now, for me personally, going into the season, I could care less about Montreal. I could care less. I'm just Kyle Bowen. I guess they didn't yeah. know my shit. Now I'm caring up, caring about Montreal because now we pretty much have a poor man's Vegas Golden Knights. In the Canadian division, Let, let's be honest. That team plays yeah. exactly the same as Vegas. They got, uh, I would say, less skilled players, but man, uh, they're a threat. Yeah, Vegas Golden Knights is a good description because Montreal, they don't really have that, you know, superstar top end forward, but they're just really deep. And yeah. I, and, and I'll admit, I was, I thought Montreal. There's a lot of hype on Montreal. I didn't really buy it because, considering any other season, they were the, what the 23rd or 24th ranked team heading in the bubble. Any other season before yeah. the bubble they're just playing out the string and they get a top 10 pick but you know they get hot in the bubble and, and perspectives change but no i think the three top teams in this division will be toronto montreal calgary in whatever whoa. order you want to put them in whoa, that's whoa, gonna whoa. be that's gonna be the order bondy bondy painful bondy, to say bondy. like toronto or calgary could win the division that's possible i know it pains me to say like toronto or calgary could win the division division but that's how it's shaping so far so if you're the canucks it's about, if you want to get to that fourth spot, it's about being better than the Oilers, the Jets, and the Sens the rest of the way. And the Jets just got Pierre-Luc Dubois in a trade. They might have the best one-two punch down the middle now in this division after getting Pierre-Luc Dubois. Like, Man. they might, they're probably after that trade, I would say, probably the favorites for that fourth spot. Damn. So now you gotta my, go my, up my guys that. actually pressed the panic button and I, i'm not entirely entirely oh, yeah, there yet i'm to... just discouraged because again we haven't been able to see a full 60 minutes here and it's it's interesting it's weird it's gonna sound repetitious right now because i'm gonna bring it up again and i was thinking about this right if it was a full if it was a full 82 game schedule and things were normal and let's say you prorate this It'd be 13 games, 14 games into the season, and the Canucks had yeah. this type of record with In Travis. a regular season, we'd be like around early November, I would say. That's probably a fair guess, right? Okay, so through 13 games, the Canucks are, you know, five and eight, four and nine. 
and Travis Green does not have a contract for next season, in normal cases, like if Gerard Gallant can get fired out of nowhere, I'm telling you, this team, again, it needs, it definitely needs a spark because, again, nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. This team is not showing up. They have not showed up in consecutive, consecutive, consecutive second periods. I'm talking just flat on their asses. Not giving They've been the worst second period team in the league. It's, 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 the it's mind-boggling. The it's mind-boggling. And what I'm about to say next, it, it might be the solution, but based on what I've seen in totality, I, I, I don't know if it is. But you, you never know what you can get with EP40 playing like we know EP40 can play, and he just hasn't been able to do that. Do you think it's possible for things to really turn around when he plays better on the ice he needs to be elias Pettersson for this team to really elevate and i think that trickle down effect could happen it could spark this team but man like i said uh, who knows well before the season we said that don't count out the vancouver canucks for what one reason elias Pettersson and quinn hughes right like mm -hmm. if those guys can play get even better and i'm talking about being the one of the best at their positions Pettersson being one of the best centers in the league Hughes being one of the best defensemen in the league, that can paper over mm -hmm. some or over some of the roster holes that this team has, and they haven't been. You know, at least Patterson, he's finally scored a goal tonight, five on five, which is huge, and I think that bodes well for his confidence going forward. Yo, but he, he was looking to the heavens. <laughs> yeah, he was. Thank. He was like um, the monkey was off his back with that, but mm -hmm. he hasn't been one of the best centers in the league so far. And again, those are lofty goals and those are really high expectations. But it goes to show the hole the Canucks were in in terms of their roster construction and cap management. Again, it just just goes back to this Toffoli oh. incident. There's, oh. there's something very in your face about Toffoli scoring five goals in two games that say you cannot ignore the cap situation it's, with it's, the Vancouver Canucks karma. and this team. It's, it's impossible to ignore when Tyler Toffoli does what he did. And he should have scored tonight. He missed a wide open net. He should have had, he should have six, seven goals in three games against this team. It's there were, then where we would be. I was honestly so thankful. I was honestly so thankful that Tyler Toffoli did not score tonight. I was just like, after the game, it's like, you know what? They lost 5-2 or whatever. Toffoli didn't score. I'm happy. I'm happy. He didn't, he didn't pull, it, pull it out of our pants anymore. Your Italian brother didn't score a goal, and you're, and you're happy, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. Now I'm, that's where that's where this team is at, though, man. It's I just know, a, yeah, you'll be I sad. Know. It's just so you, sad where this team is gone. You brought and, up, you know, a lot of people said this team would take a step back. I don't think anyone thought this team would take a step back oh, this oh. fast. I think there's one person. Badly. I think there's one person who thought this. Uh, let's run this clip. It's from TSN 1040, Andrew Wadden, J.D. Burke. I think the show is called Rank Wide. This is the one team that can't move salary. In an offseason where Derek Stepon and his six-plus million dollars fetched a second-round pick. In an offseason where Eric Goodbranson fetched a late-round pick. They couldn't move Jordy Benn. This, like, enough excuses for this management group. This management group, you know what? I never call for somebody's firing. Uh-oh. I'm not going to now. I'll tell you this much, though. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. If you have Quinn Hughes and Elias Pettersson in the final year of their entry-level contracts, and this, this is the roster that you ice, that's a fireable offense. That is managerial malpractice of such an intense degree that it should be under intense scrutiny from day one to seven of every week. Well, I'll push until, until proven otherwise, they should be scrutinized for what this team is until things change. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Shout out J.D. Burke, former guest of Powers of Talent. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What, what, did he, uh, what did he say there? Uh, mal. 
Um, Malpractice. I like it. I like it. Malpractice. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yo, what a rant. It's a good good point. You know, with some maybe some better planning, this should be the year the Vancouver Canucks can take advantage of Quinn Hughes and Elias Patterson on their ELCs. And that's obviously not going to happen after that start, right? Okay, it's... It's the problem, but everyone knew that was the problem. And again, going into this season, again, we knew it and we were we were not okay with it, but we were just hopeful that what we talked about earlier would just fall into place. Everything that had to go right had to happen. And we were optimistic that it would based on the competitors, based on who these guys were. And right now through seven, a lot of it isn't going on. Again, the show is called Sipping on the 40, you know, and this makes a lot of sense too. I still have faith in Pedersen. I have, I have the utmost faith in that motherfucker. I really do. I've been saying it all season long. But uh, but the main reason why this show is called Sipping on a 40 because we were all drunk. We are all drunk over what this guy did. And what this guy yeah. did, it puts Band-Aids over all these mistakes, right? All these mistakes that Benning has made. But it's okay, right? We drunk. We fucked up. We don't give a fuck. We sipping on a 40. And right now, he's just, he's got to be better. He's got to be better. Look, look, I don't have any time. I swear to you, I don't, I don't have no fucking time for people pointing at his socials for why this is yeah. happening. Because that's... That's so That's small-minded. That's not the fucking That's not problem. The problem. You know what the problem is? It's year three. Motherfuckers around the league are, are playing him harder, I guess. And he just has to be better. He just has to be a lot better. That's the scary thing. He has to be a lot better because he really has been frustrated. And I think prior to today and where Jim Houston and Craig Simpson were just like never shutting up about the dude, he, he, was, he was quite invisible prior to today's game. Bondi, uh, I'm going to put the music up. It's some meditation music. Come on, man. Come on, just give the city some hope, man. Give the city some hope, okay? The the hope is that the Senators are coming to town. <laughs> that's that's the hope. You've got three games coming up, and look, I don't I don't think the Ottawa Senators are gonna be like Cleveland Browns level incompetent this year. You know, Ooh, that's some... a chirp, man. Cleveland was good this year. Let, let's let's run another team. Jacksonville well, you know, Jaguars. Past, past Cleveland Browns. Okay, okay, you know? cool, cool, cool. They're that they're they're gonna be pesky. Like they're gonna play hard. They've yeah. already beaten the Leafs. You know, they should have beaten the Jets at least the first game in that series had a 3-2 lead late so they're not going to be pushovers but you know a lot of people project them to be the worst team in the Canadian division like they have Eric and Branson playing in their top four for god's sakes like that's a team if you're if you're serious about doing something this area you gotta you beat them handedly so that's that's the hope is the auto centers are coming around and you can get two of three hopefully no they gotta get three of three they gotta get three of three here they got to get three and three. They, ha- they have to, but yeah. will they is the real question. If you can get three and three, then, you know, you're back on track. You're back to five, five and five. And, you know, things are, thing, you can get the ball rolling. But yeah, imagine if they lose one, of, go one to three. Yeah. Well, imagine he, something like that. Like that's, it'd be, it'd be full time, like hammer that panic button day and night. And I've already said, I'm probably pushing it after this game. Again, it's not the fact that they lost two straight. It's the fact that. The way they lost two straight and players like Elias Pettersson making uncharacteristic turnovers. That's just been the biggest Miller. issue for me. Yeah, man. You uh, brought up a, a really good word there. You said, you said pesky, right? Yeah. That's a troubling word for this team because what this team is also missing, and it scares me, it really fucking scares me, man, is the, is the effort. Unless this is, unless this is the, the, them trying hard. Because the effort just isn't there too, and, and that's that's a scary thing. That's a scary thing. You you can't play second periods the way this team has played second periods all season long, and not say that the effort has been there. Like it's been fucking invisible at 
at long stretches. At long stretches. And they, they got to be a lot better. And you know why? You know why they got to be a lot better, okay? Because my city... It's raining. Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. Is being embarrassed. Absolutely embarrassed in front of the whole nation. That's a joke. That's a joke. I think we lost Bondi. Nonetheless, uh, let's carry on with the show. You're listening to Sippin' on a 40. Okay, okay, people. You know the deal, okay? You know the deal. Every time, yes, every time the Canucks lose, we got to give the people a list. Because we have fun on this program. All right, that's why it's Sippin' on a 40. That's why Chris Faber's giving us the cosign. That's why on this network, we had the chance to send Nick Bondi on his way to Sportsnet 650 for a bit, okay? We do things differently. We do it right. We got to do it for the hockey listener. And again, every time the Canucks lose, a.k.a. every time you lose, huh, we got to have some fun. And right now, I'm going to help the people out, okay? I told the people, I told the people, I'm not sad. I'm not upset. I can't be. Just ordered a jar of CMOS. Now, I don't know how to eat this thing or, or put this thing into my body. But I am reading a couple of things, and uh, I, I think you should know this too, okay? So CMOS will boost your energy levels. Now, <laughs> do I need more energy? <laughs> Why the fuck not? Why the fuck not, okay? CMOS, it's also vitamin-rich and contains 90% of the nutrients our bodies need? 90 per- 90%? Dude, I got this shit at a good deal, too. It better not be seaweed. How did I get something for $15 that has 90% of the nutrients our body needs? Why? Because I'm Kyle Bowen, okay? K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. Okay, CMOS promotes natural, yes, natural weight loss, okay? Why, Why the fuck not, okay? I'm trying to look right for the summer. Right, summer 2021 or summer 2022. Who knows when this place is going to open up again? Who knows when I'm going to go back to Colombia? All right? To all the senoritas. Let's be honest. Who knows? Who knows? I fuck with the CMOS though, okay? Next up, CMOS helps your body build muscle. I mess with that, okay? I did did 10 chin-ups in a row on multiple occasions. That's That's a big improvement from the five I was doing, what, two weeks ago? Helps build body muscle. Come on, man. We looking good, baby. We trying to live that life. And CMOS is going to help me out. CMOS it also, also helps with building a healthy immune system. Look, I've been telling the people, right? 2020 slash 2021, it's taught us so many things, right? It's taught us to put masks on. It's, ta- it's taught us to isolate. It's taught us to be six feet apart. Do not forget, though, a good way to protect yourself is, is to boost that immune system, right? It is to work out, go for runs, eat right, and fight this motherfucking disease, right? You get the vaccine, you, you take care of your body, and hopefully, yes, hopefully, you'll be fine. You only live one life, so uh, take care of yourself, okay? So CMOS doing a lot. Now, also, I got to put this in too, okay? CMOS has some sex benefits, okay? Got to help the people out, especially to those who are trying to have kids. Now, I'm... Not trying to do that, okay? When I'm having sex, which I'm not having much of right now, but when I'm doing it, I'm not trying to have kids, okay? Uh, I've been on record, right? Trying to trying to be the greatest uncle of all time. Straight up. Straight up. That being said, a lot of you trying to have those babies. 
right? The greatest gifts to Earth. So if you're trying to have babies, eat CMOS because supposedly this thing will uh, boost your testosterone levels, fellas. And your swimmers, <laughs> your swimmers will be swimming like Michael Phelps, all right? Like Usain Bolt in the water. They'll get the job done. You'll be having a kid nine months later. In fact, I'm reading right now. If you eat CMOS prior to having sex, there is a chance that your child will be born in four and a half months. Yes, eating CMOS will... Uh, Make it happen in half the time. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, look, my team, my city, they're sad right now, right? The Vancouver Canucks, the people of Vancouver are sad right now. This team is embarrassing the entire nation. Well, the, the Canucks nation. They're embarrassing themselves in front of the whole nation. Yes, Canada is just laughing at the West Coast, the best coast, right? They really are. And that's a damn shame, okay? It really is because this city, this city's the best. It's Vancouver. Hallelujah, it's raining. Vancouver. And I can't stand it. On episode one, this season, what we say, this is the best team in Canada. On episode seven of this season, we're searching for answers. And it's a damn shame that the effort, yes, the effort is not there. And I could care less what Travis Green has to say. We see it. What's going on? What's going on? And maybe there's more to what JT Miller said after what? Game three, game four, when he came back on that private jet. He said, we got to act like pros. That was alarming. Come on, y'all. Y'all are what? One and three, you dropping that? Y'all got to act like pros. Relax. We the best team in Canada. But hey, maybe it's deeper. Because the effort in the majority of the hockey they've been playing has not been there. Has not been there. And that's embarrassing. And this educated fan base, they can fucking see that. And I ain't fucking with it, man. I ain't fucking with it. Be better. Be better. And hey, huh, I'm relaxed, yo. I'm relaxed. <laughs> I'm relaxed. I believe in the West Coast, the best coast. Vancouver, the best team in Canada. We still got 49 games left. Every game is worth four points pretty much. Just get the job done. Because on national television, in front of the... Uh, front of the whole whole league y'all got wrecked y'all got wrecked it's a damn shame okay go check out the rest of the nux misconduct network yes the nux misconduct network power of the towel silky and filthy a hey, trevor sent a text message out supposedly the quickie is coming back the fastest hockey show in the world go find the nux misconduct network wherever you stream podcast boom bam yes boom bam you'll make your hockey life a little bit better now nick pondy again Again, this is what we do at the Posted Up Studios, right? I called Coltar out. He's running the music side of things. None of his artists have made the radio. But our podcasters on this side, they're making the fucking radio, okay? That's what we do. We scout, we develop, and we succeed here at the Posted Up Studios. Nick Bondi, you a real, real champ, bro. Honestly, uh, you, you adding culture, you adding substance to what we're trying to do. With, with the Posted Up Network and Nux Misconduct, one love to you. I've never met someone who works that damn hard, who's that open to learning more. Just a, a really, really fascinating character. I'm really excited to see what else he can teach us. Real talk, real talk. Yo, anything is... I know it sounds fucked up, right? But anything is possible. And you don't want to listen to the internet 
in every occasion, in most occasions, right? Because the internet will tell you you have to do this to get there. We never did that to get there. You know what I'm saying? You make your own rules. You just got to do a good job. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we leave, I, I got to say this right here, okay? I got to say this right here. Again, sipping on a 40. There's not another show like this regarding your Vancouver Canucks. Kelly Rudy. The dude was getting blasted for telling the people, the nation, that Horvat should take Pedersen out on a cruise, right? On a cruise. Go to Squamish, hit up a restaurant. And in doing so, he pissed off the people, the people in the city, because he's... He's practically telling our captain to pick up our best player and go hit a restaurant up in the middle of a pand pandemic, right? That could close down the shop. I don't think Rudy was trying to be that harmful, okay? And this comment had people calling Rudy a clown or whatnot, right? They weren't really fucking with it. Yo, Kelly Rudy is the furthest thing from a clown. He, he's a rare breed in this hockey media circle that, that it's pretty much in a loop cycle, right? He's rare. He's open. He's the dude who, who demanded that the NHL would stop play during the Black Lives Matter movement during the bubble, right? He was that guy on national television going out there and saying the things he said. He also, he also did this. I'm reading this book again. I'm reading this book, right? Harnan Ryan Singh. I think I'm saying that right. Trying to get that uh, pronunciation down pat. One game at a time. Hockey Night in Canada, Punjabi. Again, Harnan Ryan Singh, or Harnan Ryan Singh. In this book, Mr. Singh, he tells a story about how Kelly Rudy encouraged him to go forward with being a sportscaster when they met. Now, early in this book, Mr. Singh, when at school for broadcasting, was told by his teacher, and not in an ill-advised way, but he was told that he shouldn't go after sports casting, right? There are less jobs available, especially for someone that looks like Mr. Singh. Entered the news world. That's where you'll get a job. That's what he was told by his teacher. And again, here we have Kelly Rudy being one of the faces of the game during Hockey Night in Canada, encouraging a different face, a different look to be one of the faces of the game he loves. So Kelly Rudy is the furthest thing from a fucking clown. And I get it. I get it. He said something pretty stupid. Again, not ill-advised, pretty obvious. And I also get it. Just Twitter. It's no big deal. People, people chirp. But I think we should watch our words when it comes to Kelly Rudy because he's an absolute gem in the game of hockey. Uh, that's it. We'll end on that note. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace.